0: Welcome to the Blake and Krista show. I'm Blake
1: and I'm Krista and you're listening to the Blake and Krista podcast. Welcome to the Blake and Krista show. I'm Krista
0: and I'm Blake.
1: I don't know why I like to do it like that every time, but I do. It,
0: it feels official. Yes. Yeah. So Today's topic is Oh, well it's a kind of a large topic, but it's talking about church hurt. Ooh. What is church hurt? Are you church hurt? What happened? Uh, I, I want to start this off by saying, if, if you're easily offended. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. No, not really. We're going to talk about what is church hurt? Me and you have had this conversation in the house, uh, and I love your response to it, that when we got married or when I started, you would come across people or we yeah. would talk about people who, were, who had left a certain church, or we may be going to a church and then Six months later, realize, hey, what happened to so and so? Yeah, and then you find out that you know they were quote unquote church hurt. Yeah, and then you would always be like, what does that even mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, right. How- so I was like, wait, so the so the the church hurt them? Like, like they like really hurt them? Like, I'm so confused right now. Remember, I was like, how do you even get? How do you even like allow that? I mean, I. It's hard to it's hard to offend me or hurt me just in, in general. Yeah. Um but anyway, yeah, so I I was like, I need you to to um interpret this for me, please. So and, and maybe also in in defense of anyone who's ever been, been church hurt, um I also had had never been a part of a church, maybe or called myself like a member or you know, until three years ago at our current church, who I love. Um
0: and then so anyway, yeah. on, even in that, the day, I remember the day we became members. Yeah. Uh, pastor made the call, if anybody wants to kind of officially join right, this yep. church. And I threw Krista an elbow and was mm-hmm. like, let's do it. And it was November of 18, mm-hmm. I remember. And I leaned in and was like, let's do it. This. this is for us. We're going to become members today. And your response was like.
1: Aren't we already? Aren't
0: we already? We've been coming here for like three months. <laughs> And I was like, no, like today we're going to make it official. <laughs> and then we were going to – we were kind of like going back and forth to another church. And uh, she was like, but what about them? Yeah. And I was like, babe, we're, we're doing this. This is where we belong. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so I was like so confused, but, you know, all about it because I, I, I love our church. So there we go, up to the front with the official picture. Yeah, yeah but yeah. So – um. Apparently, church hurt is a real thing, um, and my explanation of it is that um, you know, people join a church. I guess it's like any any type of organization, right? You join it, you become a member, you get involved, and I think the key thing is, is that you, as an individual, you have expectations of what certain things will be like, how people will, will act towards you, what you're going to get out of it. Um, some of those probably you know are maybe led by the church, you know, giving you those expectations, but for the most part, we all put those expectations on the organizations themselves. So, yeah, yeah,
0: no, that's that's correct. Uh, it's all about expectations. Now, there can't be some far out, like I have been associated with certain bodies, churches yeah. before. And there just been certain things amongst like leadership, or uh, there is, you know, this day and time, a lot of people will leave churches uh, because of a doctrine issue or yeah. theology okay. or whatever. But uh, church hurt has a lot to do with expectations. Now, if somebody just outright does something that is malicious or uh,
1: morally wrong, morally or, wrong, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. then
0: even in that, I don't think it's church hurt area because right. it's like, wow, they need to really give their life to the Lord mm-hmm. and repent. Church hurt definitely comes from what I have witnessed false expectations. Yeah. Um, because like you said, you, you had this idea of how things are going to go and they don't go that way. And you are, you're leaving your church mm-hmm. hurt. I do want to say this though. Uh, I've, i shared this before. And I think I shared it on our church leadership meeting the other night when we were on zoom, uh, I loved where I got saved in prison because there was one church, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like us as Protestants, we shared the same chapel with the Muslims, the Uh Sunni, the Shiite, the Buddhist, the, uh, the nation of Islam, uh, the Indians would come in there. They had their literature in there. And if you had like a problem like with another brother or somebody did something amongst the Christian fellowship that mm-hmm. you didn't like, you weren't going down the street to the other church. <laughs> you were not going around the corner. You weren't, you know, you had like to, work, you had it to work it out, right? Now, there were some men who we called sidewalk prophets. They would never come into the church, but they did like their own thing mm-hmm. uh, and they had like their own following. Okay, Uh But yeah, I love that. I watched two guys in our praise and worship team in prison, the bass player uh-huh. and the drummer got in a physical fight <laughs> During praise and worship practice in prison on the stage. Like imagine being at church Sunday and yeah. all of a sudden our, our bass player and our drummer, they get in a fight. Yeah. What? Know, no, they're gonna leave offended. Somebody's going to another yeah. church. Pastor's gonna not I mean, he's you know, but I watched that happen mm-hmm. and I watched Elliot, the lead inmate pastor over the church. He sat on both down for a month, mm-hmm. but he like made it a requirement that they walk the child together, they they pray together. You know, and then, after like a month, they were the, they were closer than they were before they were pretty close when they got into that fight, mm-hmm. but I love that, yeah, and so uh church hurt false expectations uh you
1: know what I think of when you're explaining that is i I see the disciples following Jesus during their time with them mm-hmm. and You know I love the the show The Chosen, right? Because The Chosen portrays you know certain parts of the Bible and like the stories kind of behind it, and um, but it's in like ways that we can understand it today. And
0: it's not the King James version.
1: No, but um, (laughs) what's so what's so good about it though is that it it like brings all of the um, disciples the fact that they are not Jesus. They are not perfect, mm-hmm. but they are a part of technically the church, you know, following, following Jesus. And so like they get in arguments and they get in fights and they get in like, I think they get have gotten in fights, maybe not, but they get in arguments or they they don't like each other a certain time. Like they disagree and they like, yeah. so anyway, so I like, I love that shit. But when you were just explaining that, that's kind of what I saw. It's like, they weren't going to any other church because yeah. that was Jesus, right? And and so in, in prison, it's kind of the same way. But out here, I mean, especially if you're in our area, I mean, you you can just, you know, you don't even have to get in your car to go to another church if you want to leave one and go to the other. You can just walk straight down the road. Yeah.
0: We live in the Bible Belt, but we actually live in like the belt buckle <laughs> of the Bible Belt. Yeah. Uh, Muskogee County, which is in Columbus, Georgia, which is essentially, we live in Phoenix City, Alabama, yeah. but... Right across the river, like a, a stone's throw away, is Columbus, Georgia, Muskogee County. They have more churches per capita yeah. than any other place in the whole nation. Yeah. Well, America has more churches than any other nation, Yep. right? So we live in the most populated church building yeah. area in the whole world. Now, that was... I do, you know, somebody corrects me on that. Those were statistics that I learned in 2014. Okay. They've always been there. But, yeah, it's just, it's so easy to, uh, for something to go down Mm -hmm. and you leave. Yeah. And I do want to stress, though, there are certain times where uh, I think it's valid that you leave. But it's just like anything else in our culture. We have so many choices. Mm -hmm that we very rarely have to work through anything yeah. or confront any issue that we can just say, you know what, I'm not even going to struggle with this thing. I'm not even going to pray into it. A lot of times I watch, I would think, I had a lady call me a couple months ago and I'm reminded of it right now. And she was talking about things that she was seeing going on in her church. And we were having the conversation based upon, okay, you know, what is your assignment there in that church? Mm-hmm. Because when if you leave, it's going to continue to go on. What if the Lord is calling you into a season of prayer? And I've had that conviction in my heart about, a church that I left mm-hmm. uh, years back, what if I had stayed there
1: mm-hmm. and
0: interceded over that place mm-hmm. and fasted and prayed and continued to watch the things go on? Not that anybody was getting hurt, but it's not like it was always theology or sin issues or doctrinal issues. What if I had just took that thing before the Lord, continued to pray, continued to fast, watch it break. And then that house experiences freedom. But in my immaturity, I'll just be honest. I said, you know what? I got some friends that are going to church over here. Mm -hmm. I've kind of had my eye over there anyway. I went to a few of their services. I love the worship, the coffee's always good. They're really sweet, they do outreach, they have a prayer Mm -hmm. group, I'm gonna go over here. Uh, But I've had the conviction in the past, what if I'd have stuck it out right there? Yeah, Because I look back and that church may still be in that. Uh, So choices, it's just like anything. There's so many choices. There's so many churches. Yeah. Um, but I know – I don't want to get too far off. I know we're talking about being church hurt. So.
1: Yeah, well, and – no, but I think those are, are great points. It's like you recognize what what are you hurt for, right? So if you're listening to this and, and there was something that was necessary to leave because it was abusive, if it was just completely wrong teaching, if it – that's not what we're talking about. So let's just make sure we're all very clear on that. Yeah, we're talking
0: about mainly false expectations yes. that you had.
1: Or 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 something triggered. that you might have had your feelings hurt for or that you were offended by that could have taken working all it would have it would have taken was working it out, having mm. the conversations, or like Blake said, praying into it, you know, hearing, you know, from the Lord if that maybe that places your assignment and to pray in. And, and over it more um so yeah so it, it, it was an interesting con- and now that i'm a part of a church um, and i've been involved um i'm learning more about those past experiences i'm you know that that people have come you know to us for and looking but what I've recognized is like and this is kind of how i've always lived my life i was raised you know my mother you know never let me you know come to her with a with a a problem or a situation, you know that I was just venting or complaining. If I didn't think of something that I was, you know, maybe had a solution for that, I could help. Like, with what, it. Are gonna like, what are you going to do about? What are you going? Well, what can you do about that? What yeah. are how are? So I've kind of always taken that into everything that I do. Um, so maybe that's just a, a natural way of thinking, but that's what I would expect anyone else to do if they've been a part of those you know situation at church. But the covering is necessary. That's something I didn't recognize until three years ago. So the covering of church. So why should you be a part of a church, right? So, you know, some people might get church hurt and go, I'm not going to go back to church anymore. The church is, you know, so many, I I mean, I've witnessed people who are calling themselves, you know, a a church, a part of church that are teaching incorrect things, right? Um, But why, why should someone be a part, you know, a member, be involved, be...
0: Well, I, the first thing that comes to my mind, and there's multiple reasons I think why, but the first thing that comes to my mind is accountability. Uh, I know in my personal life, the months are—I don't want to like to say seasons because seasons can be long—but the months that have went by in certain parts that I was not going to church mm-hmm. actively, close to pastor or leadership, uh, there was no accountability. Uh, sin was very close. Mm-hmm. I was actually in sin in some time, some instances um and I was on the fringe of more sin there was no accountability, right? So the first thing, why would you go to church? You know, why do you need the covering of a church, accountability? Mm-hmm. Um and in that, you know, the church is not perfect, but at the same time there's strength in it, there's health in it and and if you are drawing close to the Lord, you've set your heart to, you know what, Lord, I want to serve you with your people. Mm -hmm. He's going to direct you on who you can confide in, where there's error and all that. But the number one thing that comes to mind is accountability. Uh, Number two, the Bible, there's a scripture that comes to mind. Don't forsake the assembling of the saints. Uh, Peter said, uh, you know, honor the king, love the brotherhood, fear God. Um, You know, all throughout the new testament the yeah. church is a, is a big thing so
1: one of the things that i i always remember or you know come back to when i think about the value of um of you know the fellowship and being around other believers is um and, and like when you wanted to you know join and be a part of our current church you know and and not to you know plug it because i think it's so great but <laughs> the experience, that is that, that's my we really all of my like membership experiences come from is our current church, but you know, you mentioned to me, you said you know you trust the the prayer life of the leader, you know, of our yeah. church, our pastor. You trust and and that they are co- truly covering us in prayer, and you know, you might maybe you do have that at other churches, and um, or maybe there are certain people in the church that are covering, but you know, I think that that is. That's what I've one of the main things that I take away of the value of, you know, having that covering and being a part of of our, yeah. you know, current congregation is that, you know, we trust the prayer life and being prayed over and covered in prayer and and that's very important.
0: Yeah. Uh that's the the number one thing for me of yeah. why we are a member of the church we're a member of. Yeah. Um, and I've told pastor that before, you know, he'll I almost said, I hope he watches this, but he won't watch it. <laughs> I know him.
1: Um,
0: he'll be in prayer. Yeah, you know? he, he won't respond if I text him right now. He, I might get a response next week, Merry Christmas or something. But I've watched his prayer life, and I know I have confidence that if anything ever gets off, uh, he may miss it, but he sits in prayer long enough to where he's going to get it right in mm-hmm. his heart. Uh, I, watched him, I watched him, you know, repent of some things or or handle some situations different and mm-hmm. the Lord tell him, you know what, you're not going to handle that again like that. I will remove the candlestick from this place. Mm-hmm. Um and so I trust his prayer life. I trust his leadership yeah. because of his prayer life. And I would encourage people who are going to a church, uh, you know, man, if if there's not a, a heavy presence of prayer in your church, offense is probably going to run rampant. Yeah. You know, because there's going to be people doing things in their own uh what's the word I'm looking for? Almost their own spirit, but just their own uh, perception and whatever it is they think, they're not hearing clearly from God. Um, The church can't striving. You Mm -hmm. know, we just did an episode on striving. Uh, You know, it can't, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I I could keep going on. You know, I trust our church because of the prayer that's behind it. Well,
1: and I, um, I, I also just always go back to you know, remembering that there is no perfect person. Yes. On this earth, right, and even though we call ourselves, you know, the church and have churches, that does not mean that you're walking into a place where everyone has has figured out how to be perfect. That's why they have this church. Yes. Um, that's you, where the
0: false expectation. You comes have at. to
1: remember that. Um, and so, if you're if that's what you're expecting, you're going to be let down at any place you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I, I feel like if that's the grace you have on the church, you, you have that on yourself. You should give it to you know, anyone that's and people who are um, most of the time involved in leadership in churches. They're volunteers, so they are volunteering their time to do the things that they are doing. And to me, that that's just you know another level of grace that you should be giving someone or, or giving people. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I just, I, I always go into that, you know, I guess is an, another reason why the, the church hurt is, was confusing is why, it, you know, I was so um, taken back on that that can actually happen because the, you know, I, I, the expectations that, that there's going to be a perfect place is not, is not the case.
0: Yeah. So as far as church goes, what would you say you think? What is, I know we talked about prayer, but what is healthy? So we're talking about expectations, and you know, what do I expect out of our church? What is healthy? Uh, what is what is not healthy? You um, speak about the healthy parts, and I'll go on the not. Yeah, healthy.
1: number one, obviously, is is I mean, the pastor is a leader, regardless if they choose to be, want to be, they are right because they're they're giving the word, they're teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so that pastor. That what I believe is healthy is, like we said, number one, prayer, um, but sound doctrine, mm-hmm. and them being able to, you know, have a, a a group of leaders around them that can execute on like in the overarching,
0: yeah, you know, mission of, I of think, the church. I think too, you know, not to uh, speak over you, but I think the the pastor has to be held accountable too. Yep the leadership around him has to be able to have a voice. Uh if your church the pastor is there's no accountability on his part like he'll shut down anybody that maybe want to hold him accountable or you don't see, you know he may have a board, but a board is different than leaders around him um then that's another yeah. you know sign uh
1: yeah, what I was kind of getting to with uh, that earlier where they you know, want to be or not, but recognizing Though that they're not everything of the church, mm-hmm. and that they're you know that they have a, a particular place, but that other people also have a very important place inside of it to achieve you know all the things that you yeah. know, the church is there there to do. Um, but I also think it's it, for those choosing a church is to recognize that that the pastor or even any of the leaders they're not ultimately responsible for everything that that you're receiving. Like yeah. You have to show up for the Lord, not just the the people that are there. Like, you ain't show you cannot just show up for the show. You can't show up just for, you know, you have got to position yourself in the right way. Um
0: yeah, there's times where we go to church, you know, Sunday morning and I'm walking in so ready to praise the Lord. Yep. That I could care if I get there in the places on fire. You know, if none of the worship team has showed up. Yeah. Whatever. Like I give me the microphone. Like, I'm ready to pour out here. I'm full. One, one The Holy Spirit's got to be in here just a little bit, and I'm gone. And so I, I, that's a very important uh, uh, note. If you're feeding yourself,
1: yeah,
0: and you have a devotional life, and you have a prayer life, and you're in the Word, then you're not expecting them to hold it all together. You're actually a part. You're actually a strong part. Mm-hmm. You're actually the arm or the eye that's coming into the body. But if you're sitting back, and all you're doing is Wednesday and Sunday— And you're coming in there, and the coffee's got to be perfect. The worship has to be perfect. the 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 sermon better speak to you. Mm -hmm. They better be doing enough evangelism. They better be doing enough praying Mm -hmm. or whatever. Then you're gonna get let down. Yeah, you know, you're gonna get let down. But we we try our best to stay full. So when we go there, we're an asset.
1: Yeah, we're not
0: we're not looking to. I
1: think another healthy part is the um, the doing. So that's kind of like when you go to church
0: mm-hmm.
1: like what you experience but i think a healthy church is the is one that doesn't just go and fill themselves right
0: evangelism but, but do yes yeah. yeah
1: evangelism you know the in yeah i mean there's a lot that you can go to with that but i think looking if you're going to evaluate like looking at that and and there's probably you know different churches for the you know certain seasons of your life so you know, if we didn't, our church is smaller. Um, We're, we're looking for more space because that's what the Lord's telling us, Um, which will then provide more for like child care and the youth ministries. And, you know, so, yeah. and, and that's a big part. So if you're someone who goes, you know, I have a lot of kids or I have one or two that drive you crazy and you need them to go somewhere, so, you, you know, then there might be a healthier church for you at that time in that area.
0: Yeah. Um, what I've noticed too, uh, this is another point I want to bring up. Uh, when looking at a church, I've noticed that some of the bigger churches, the mega the mega churches, mm-hmm. they're not as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They can become an intimate fellowship with you yeah. and other believers if you're into like small groups yes, and all that. Yes, that's how they do it. But like the big churches, you're not, you, you, nobody, there's not really much accountability. Yes. Right? Yeah. The smaller churches there's a whole bunch of accountability there in your business. Mm -hmm. Right. So you need to choose. Yeah. That's, that's That's one thing. You know, your expectations are going to a big church. Well, I just don't really, I mean, there's a lot of people here. I'm not just getting, I'm just really not getting fed. Uh Um, You know, there's a lot of things to do, but I need deeper. I need deeper. Well, they're having, they're preaching to a mass amount of people, Mm -hmm. right? Small churches can zero in on, okay, we're, we're training up, uh, we're training up evangelists here in this mm-hmm. season. We're training up apostles, people who are ministers. They want to be pastors. We're, we're going after that. Yeah. Uh, and they're it's more accountable because it's easier to, I don't want to say control, but, you know, I guess you could say shepherd a smaller group of people. So that's another thing, expectations on that. Where you go to church affects, yeah. you know, how it's everything. Yeah. The size of the church, I think, is, is big, mm-hmm. too.
1: And I kind of want to encourage people to uh, be okay with you know trying out different churches, and you know if you don't have one, or well, just you- come to
0: our church. Yeah, <laughs> you won't ever leave again. Um, if you do, it's because you're easily offended. <laughs> You know, uh, there's nothing ever been said about our church that's wrong. <laughs> so if you're looking for a church in the Columbus and Phoenix City area, message us. Yeah, We'll tell you where we go to church. It'll be the last church you ever have to go yeah. to.
1: But you know what's funny? man? we
0: got it all together.
1: Most people, you know, when we say where we go to church, you know, if I meet new people.
0: They're get, like, where? They don't know. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, where
1: is that? Like, it's a small little church. You go around this this road and you go off of this road. It's okay, You probably don't know. It's small. You know, and I move on. But I, I actually i am starting to get like... I don't want anybody to come cuz I love it, you know. Yeah. No, I, do. Ask, I do want people to they come. They
0: ask me, "Well, what time does service start?" And I go, "Well, yeah. officially around 10:30. <laughs> but if you get there at 7, we're praying. You know, worship's <laughs> going to start. People are going to start singing yeah. around 9." "But yeah. well, what time is the service over?" "Well,
1: about 12ish, sure uh, so."
0: Maybe pack lunch.
1: <laughs> but not always like but it, pastor's gotten, you know, to the to a point at a lot of times on yeah. the Holy Spirit, you know, at, at Yeah. Uh, in another, that
0: service, but sorry, I keep breaking, That's I keep okay. interrupting you. But another way, you know, uh, get involved. That's another way to uh, kind of uh, lessen the chance of offense, yeah. I think. Uh, get involved, take ownership, uh, you know, because when you're just sitting back, you're going to be able to critique. You know, it's oh, yeah. so the church hurt. Is it the church? Was it the church? Or was it your yeah. false expectations? Was it you? Uh, Look, really look at that and say, why did I get offended? Why did I, you know, maybe maybe you had valid claim. Uh mm-hmm. A lot of times, though, I don't think we do. I think it's false expectations.
1: Yeah, I do too. All right. Well, it, it's something that, you know, I know we've talked about many times, several times, you uh, mostly explaining to me like other people's experiences or how churches, you know, work. Yeah. Because it's funny, like I... I did I had not until, you know, you and I got together, had had the experience. I'd gone to church, but I had definitely been that mega church attender, you know, without any like real involvement.
0: Yeah, you're up in the balcony somewhere, you yeah. can sit in your you can sit in your bed and drink your coffee and yeah. watch a sermon online. Which
1: which there were some things I got from it, but I was missing out on a whole lot more um than I even realized. And so
0: Yeah, we need each other. If you're not in church. And you used to be in church. Get back to church. The church needs you. You. The Bible says that God put good gifts in you before the foundations of the world. Uh, something happened. You know, you got offended or whatever. But get back into the fellowship of the brethren. Mm-hmm. The earth needs what you got. The church needs what you got. All right. So yeah, and don't be church hurt. <laughs>
1: don't be so. Don't be so critical. Don't be so
0: saucy. man. <laughs> We're gonna tithe. oh tithing
1: you ready for another topic another
0: topic tithing okay
1: we'll get there we'll get there next time
0: anyway enjoy your weekend guys